0: Listening, Listening to Cherry Lip Gloss. Gloss. Welcome back, guys. Today we have special guests here. Today, legit Tim. <laughs> no, no.
1: Why you not? No applause for you. Don't have it in. Why are you not letting them clap for me?
0: <laughs> it's okay, Tim. It's okay. Okay, so welcome. Oh, I love yourself.
1: this song. Can we turn it up? No, no. Tim. <laughs> oh.
0: This is, why we, can't, with the control this is why we can't trust Tim with the control board. Okay, do
1: we just leave that on, or not, it
0: just it stops by itself? It stops by itself. So right. tell Tim what's up. How are you feeling to be here today?
1: You know, I'm doing good. I just flew in from New York. You know, my best-selling book just came out. Oh, um, oh really? read the book? Living with... What? Living with living with the annoying sisters oh and so you know (laughs) a lot of guys can relate to it and i feel like a lot of guys have the same problem as me oh okay you know where
0: author of the annoying sisters is here today (laughs) yes
1: and i would like to you know discuss my best-selling book just because this is kind of what i'm promoting today (laughs) all right okay that's enough no well you uh, can promote your book
0: later but anyways tim tell us a little bit about yourself for obviously there's going to be people that know you from the your youtube channel here but there's also people that don't know you so introduce yourself no one knows you introduce yourself to our fans yeah
1: hi um so my name is tim i actually have a you know successful pokemon channel where we review, you <laughs> stop. Know, Pokemon.
0: stop <laughs> be serious for once okay, oh if, my we're gosh. St-
1: if we're really starting let's redo this all right go ahead and introduce me
0: okay really <laughs> he went a whole nother re- uh, okay all right introducing today legit tim
1: Thank you. Thank you, everybody. As you guys know, I just flew in from New York. I just want to say thank you to everybody for being here. You know, my name is Tim, and people call me uh, Timotheus. You know, I go by Tim for short, but basically, you know, I've been doing YouTube since I was 11 years old, and uh, I have a successful YouTube channel of 2.2 million followers. It started off as a sneaker channel. We do a little bit of pranks. We do a little bit of messing with Sarah. We do a and little Becca. bit of... You know, Becca's for the family channel. We I can't <laughs> let her on the main channel yet. You know, she doesn't have enough clout, so... Let's go ahead and continue. Okay,
0: Okay, so obviously, guys, this is my brother. If you guys did not know, that's why we're having him on the podcast. If not, he would not be invited. But he's here today, and he has a very interesting story that we're going to dive into because we know there's a lot of entrepreneurs that like to listen to our podcast that want to start their own YouTube channel, their own podcast. And today, Tim's going to give you guys some of his tips because he started at 11 years old. So, first, Tim, first things. What made you want to start a YouTube channel? I've never asked you this. Like, what made you want to start? you know, when
1: I was younger, you know, I was just – I was always so captivated, you know, and motivated by, you know, the Sarah Grace channel. Oh, my gosh, Tim. You have
0: to be serious. You have to be serious. But you're
1: the reason I started YouTube.
0: (laughs) I wasn't even freaking old enough to.
1: Okay. So when I was 11 years old, I grew up with YouTube back in 2009. And that was when it first came out. And it really wasn't so a thing, years. but it really wasn't a thing back then. Like people didn't know about YouTube. I think I was one of the first people I was in fifth you grade, were like the first viewers, I was in fifth grade and I heard somebody say YouTube when we were in the computer lab. And so I searched it up as YouTube with the letter U on it <laughs> and I went to the wrong website, but I eventually found <laughs> out what YouTube was. And as soon-,
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: as soon as I found out what YouTube was,
0: are you okay? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting emotional. And Gina, and Gina. Um <laughs> what did you just say? Chest pain.
1: So as soon as I found out what YouTube was, I really, really wanted to dive into it and I really wanted to start my own YouTube channel. So what I did was well, who did I- you watch
0: to make you like wanna start a YouTube channel?
1: Hey, it's Fred. (laughs) Hey,
0: it's Fred. And so a lot of people probably
1: don't know about Fred, but he had a high-pitched voice, and he was the first YouTuber ever to hit a million subscribers.
0: Yeah, Fred's OG.
1: And so ever since I saw his channel, I just, I wanted to do exactly that. So what I did was I saved up $50, which is a lot of money back then and i i don't know how i got it i don't know if it was from chores or christmas money but i went to walmart and i bought a tiny little camcorder probably like the size of my fist <laughs>
0: how much was it like it was
1: fifty dollars It was
0: fifty dollars thing.
1: It, it came in a plastic wrap and uh i just remember i was so happy to have that camera like i was so happy and then i had to teach myself you know editing and what so did you
0: even edit on that's my I next edited question I don't on understand. windows
1: movie maker
0: you had a computer um,
1: I think it was, I want to say it was dad's. I don't, I think I had my own computer. I think I had my own computer and, uh, I just tried to copy Fred. So I did the high pitch voice, but I didn't do it. I didn't know how to edit it. Right. So it was like way too fast (laughs) and the pitch wasn't right. And those videos didn't go anywhere. So (laughs)
0: for years and years,
1: I just, I loved YouTube and I really wanted to do skits. That's what I started doing at first. And so, you know, when I was doing the skits, um, i it didn't it really didn't go anywhere but i just did it because i loved it for not like i want to say seven years 300 subscribers with Jeez. no views
0: oh my gosh that's a long time with no subscribers all so throughout people high really school. think so that like grade, it just happens overnight
1: fifth grade sixth grade seventh grade eighth grade was the first time that i saw like
0: okay okay you're you need to slow your roll boy we have questions and you're answering all of them okay the first okay, one okay, was how old were you when you actually started which i think you said you were 11 i started
1: or? when i was 11 years old yeah
0: Okay. Okay. And then I asked what you made videos with, and I didn't even know you could make do videos with like little plastic stuff. But I guess you can. And a laptop.
1: I like... had a. It was like an old computer. It okay. Computer. Okay.
0: And how the heck did you even know how to upload that on YouTube?
1: I I just figured it out back then. <laughs> I think back then YouTube was a lot simpler. It was very simple. Like anybody could do it. And so I didn't tell mom and dad. I just did it on my own. They didn't even know that they, I was uploading. And on they YouTube. were
0: mad, right?
1: They were. The they because
0: were... they didn't even know what it is like the internet has like a lot of bad stuff and you just start doing stuff without permission Sheesh.
1: Yeah, I just started I just started doing it on my own
0: Dang. Okay. So my next question was when did it first start taking off? Like when were you like? Oh my gosh like this is actually happening.
1: So I remember doing skits and I did that for years and years and years And I had a lot of fun doing them and I would just do them with my friends and uh, I was doing them with my friends and I started a bunch of different channels i remember i had a christian channel where i would preach on there and i i did like i have like 30 videos i have like 30 videos on youtube it's called average christian teen and uh, we would do bible lessons on there and then i had a channel where it was just dedicated to me and my friends and i did like 10 videos on there and then i had my main channel which was the skit channel and then i had the legit looks for life channel which was sneakers and hats.
0: Dang, even back How there and m- you had a lot of channels. How many <laughs> channels would you say you have in total? In total
1: throughout probably the, like
0: throughout <laughs> the whole,
1: <laughs> between 20 and
0: 30. Oh my <laughs> gosh <laughs> that's a lot of channels. Okay so the next question everybody's dying to know when was your first paycheck because everyone wants to start a YouTube channel a lot of kids want to do it to make money and stuff and everyone thinks you can just make money overnight but when did you get your first paycheck?
1: So I did the sneakers and fashion channel without getting a paycheck we would go I was broke and I So the reason why my sneakers and fashion channel picked up is because I was broke at the time. I didn't have any money and mom couldn't afford to get me the newest shoes. So she started taking me to thrift stores, which I was super embarrassed about until I figured out that you could find really expensive shoes for like five dollars. And so my channel was called it was like a series where I would do trip to the thrift and I would go look for shoes and hats and clothes for myself. And I would just film that. And I remember every weekend mom would drive me around and we would go to like between five to 10 thrift stores from the time that the sun would come up until it was dark. We would be thrifting all day. And I would just record, 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 record. And then I would go and I would edit that. And I I remember at first, too, like I wasn't making any money. I didn't have any money. And I remember up to the point where I had my first car and I wasn't sure if I was going to have enough money to buy the gas. So I remember me and my friend went thrifting to shoot the video. And this is probably like the lowest point. In the whole career, I had I had a dollar,
0: just one dollar. Oh, that's all I
1: had, one dollar. Oh. And so we went thrifting and I had enough gas luckily. And I was really hungry because we were thrifting all day. And I, I knew I was going to buy anything. I didn't have any money, but I was just showing them what I would find. And I had one dollar. And so I went to Burger King and I bought 99 cent chicken nuggets. Oh my god! And I couldn't even get a drink. And I just, that's all I ate for the day. And I kept grinding and I kept filming.
0: Dang, oh, okay, healthy. dang, you made your life seem so much rough and I, I thought it was easy with that. No, I
1: mean, mom would give me money, but th- I think that day, like, they, she didn't have any money. She was struggling. I only had one dollar. That's it, oh. literally. Just one dollar <laughs> in my pocket. That's all I had. I didn't have a bank account. I just had one dollar.
0: Dang, man, that's, that's tough. Wow, I didn't even know that. We always thought you yeah. were, like, over-exaggerating, but that's crazy. Wow. No, so, and then,
1: so, I think, like, when I was in... When I was in, are you going to ask about high school or no?
0: Yes. Don't don't talk okay. about high school yet. So but what was I'm the first video that, like, Yeah, I was you still talking
1: about the money thing, though. So, even when, you know, when I was in college, I chose to not get a job because I believed in the YouTube thing so strongly. And I remember that people at church would make fun of me because I was the broke one in the group.
0: You were the broke one in at the group. church? I don't I was believe the that. One what
1: and, the heck? And the girl, my... I guess you could say ex-girlfriend or whatever. ex the Some girl that I liked that we would go out for like two months. She would make fun of me and she was like, I have a better job than you. I have Ew. a better car than you. And then like she would make jokes to the group like, guys, it's time that, you know, we should save up to get Tim a new car. Oh and my like God. she would make hey, fun of me all the time. And I remember like my friends, you know, like JP and stuff, they would like we would go out sometimes and he would like lend me money to get wings because mom would give me money most of the time. He would give me money to give wings, or he would give me money to get home, gas money. Dang. And, yeah, I remember, you know, even my friends would be like, let's go to Mama Margie's to go get tacos, and I didn't have any money, so they would pay for me. And even other people from church would, like, sometimes help me with money and stuff, too, because I was always, like, the struggling one. Like, I was always the broke one. And But I just believed in this YouTube thing so strongly. And... Um, So yeah, that's kind of like how the whole money thing. I'm trying to think if I can think of anything else with money. So how
0: old were you when you got like your first paycheck?
1: So like before YouTube too though, I was like trying to do other things to make money. So like I would like go around the whole neighborhood cutting grass. I would I had my own like uh like snow cone. I would sell snow cones out of a wagon, and I would go. I would sell candy in school. I would go buy the ice in uh, a ice chest. Yeah. And then I would go buy the syrups and I would go door to door knocking, asking if people wanted to buy snow cones and then uh like just a, a lot of different businesses. I teamed up with the neighborhood builders and I was hired to turn on the sprinklers at a certain time. So mom would drive me around the neighborhood turning those on and
0: uh Wow, that's yeah, crazy. So, I like, never knew this. I remember there this actually. Of, I just I didn't realize you well, were such I'm, a hustler. I knew that you would sell chocolate bars. Um, yeah. and I would get them for free, but, uh, I, I never knew that you like did snow cones and like the sprinkler thing. I, I remember just, you would set up like your little like canopy, like at the entrance of the neighborhood with like your little table and yeah. your chairs oh, and yeah. stuff, sit out yeah. there in the hot. Yeah.
1: And I just remember, yeah, I just remember like, I really, really wanted to make money at a really young age. Like I was just like on fire to make That's money. That
0: entrepreneurial spirit. There.
1: And, uh, I think I was like 14 years old. And I specifically remember a moment in my life that really, really fired me up. And I remember mom had, mom had told me, because she was at her desk in the front of the old, old house, two houses ago. Mm-hmm. And she said, Timothy, you can't get a job. You can't make money. You're too young. And I remember staring out that window and thinking, when I turn 16, it's over.
0: What do you mean it's over?
1: Like, I never want to be in this position again to where I can't make money.
0: Dang, bro.
1: At 14 years old, I remember my mom said, you can't.
0: And you were like, oh, yes, I can.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, I think, like, before the before the youtube check stuff should we get into like mom and dad deleting the channels oh yeah go
0: ahead okay
1: so before the check because the checks didn't pop up till i was like in college like a sophomore in college
0: that's what my thing was like when did you start making like actual money yeah i
1: wasn't making money through high school i wasn't making money um homeschool i didn't make money during the first years of college and um but going back to going back in the story. I've always done YouTube because I loved it. And I think that that's the one thing that most YouTubers don't have is they don't have that perseverance to keep going because they love it. Most of the YouTubers you see now just get on the platform to make money. And then they upload five videos and they're like, I'm not making anything. But people don't realize I spent seven years not making anything. You know what I mean? I had to go through those tough times where I couldn't afford to go out with my friends. I couldn't, you know, and and my friends will tell you, like Josh will tell you to this day. Like there was many times where he was like, come on, let's hang out. And I was like, no, I have to edit or like or like in high school, they would like they would be like, come on, let's go. Let's go hang out middle school. And I'm like, no, I have to edit. I have to edit. I have to edit. I have to edit. And I would even invite my friends to stay the night and I would be editing while they're playing games. Like Big Tim would be playing Call of Duty on my TV and I would be sitting there editing for hours with headphones on. And I wouldn't be able to like talk to them till like two in the morning when I would like take my headphones on. But I think that's something that I always had was like a, a strong work mentality, and I don't let my friends get in the way. Like I remember when yeah. I had when I lived in the condos, even with like working out and stuff. Like I remember uh, Sneaker Talk and Overflow were visiting me, and they were staying the night, and I told them I had to work out, so I I was doing laps in the pool for two hours Dang. while they were like waiting for me.
0: Oh my god! So
1: I never let friends get in the way of work, but but yeah, I mean, let's go back. Let's go all the way back and. Um, Let's go all the way back and let's talk about mom and dad deleting my YouTube channel. So I've always been a YouTuber. I will never, I don't think I'll ever call myself an influencer just because I'm not an influencer. I'm a YouTuber, you know, and maybe you
0: do influence people.
1: So mm, I wouldn't say influencer though. I would say entertainer. Entertainer. Yeah. Because I don't want to influence people. Like I don't want to be like, Hey guys, this is how I, you know, do my hair and stuff. (laughs) I just want to entertain. Like I want to entertain people and I want to make them laugh and um okay. so anyways back to the point Go um ahead. when i was in fifth grade mom started reading stuff on youtube and mom was always anti social media anti-facebook she said that she would never make a facebook ever she thought it was the devil oh, shoot. and uh i was going on youtube behind their back uploading videos and
0: <laughs> Dang, then i remember daddy. one day
1: so then it was like time after time after time she was like, Tim. One day I was at the park with my friends and I randomly got a call from mom and I had my cell phone at the time, which I was paying for. Mom said if I wanted a cell phone, I had to pay for it myself. So I would sell candy at school and I would pay for the minutes on my cell phone. Mom and dad wouldn't even buy me a cell phone. That's crazy. So I had to make sure that I could pay bills at a very young age in middle school. And I remember mom called me and she was like, Timothy, I've been reading all this stuff about YouTube online and it's not safe and there's predators out there. She's like, as soon as you get home, we're deleting your YouTube channel.
0: Oh my gosh, that must have been like heart wrenching for you, like putting all that time and effort every single day, and just to like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, yeah.
1: And but you know, me, I was always like, so I t- convinced her to let me start another channel, <laughs> and then it was like, got in trouble, delete it, and then it was like, start another channel, and then it's like, you and Sam were fighting, okay, we're deleting your YouTube channel, oh my gosh. and then it was like. That it was like, oh, you got in a fight with these kids in the neighborhood. Okay, we don't want you on YouTube anymore. And then it was like, do this. And then it was like, okay, we're deleting your YouTube channel. And I just kept starting it over and <laughs> over you ever, and like, over again. Cry when they like deleted them. I'm pretty like, sure I don't remember work. I don't remember crying, but I just remember like just keep going. And uh, even Facebook, like I remember one time I made a Facebook behind mom's back, and I knew that I wasn't supposed to have Facebook. But I think that I was like blowing up on Facebook because I would get like, I remember when I made my Facebook in middle school, I was getting like a hundred friend requests a day.
0: I don't know why. I don't know. I think I was
1: going viral on Facebook or something, but I ended up deleting Facebook. Um, There
0: you go. You could have been famous on Facebook. Well,
1: and now I have a Facebook page, so (laughs) I almost have a million on there. So,
0: okay. Well, it worked out then. Um, But yeah, with
1: YouTube, YouTube was always really, really hard. And I think like. I wasn't letting anything stop me from making a YouTube channel as long as God allowed me to do it. I think too many times people allow everything to stop. I
0: know, one little thing, and it's like, oh, it wasn't meant to be. Oh, And I had, like, a thousand
1: things thrown at me, but I just kept doing it because I knew that I had to get it done no matter what.
0: Dang, that's so real right there.
1: Okay, and then, so then, you know, with, I always wanted to do skits, and the skits were, like, just all I wanted to do. That's all I wanted to blow up from. Ryan Hager was blowing up, and... Took inspiration mm-hmm. from him. So I was doing skit, 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 skit. You know, me and my friends, I learned CGI and we were doing guns. Oh, gun. yeah, we, we remember doing, your
0: CGI. <laughs> I had
1: gotten toy guns at the park and I remember <laughs> I had bought in a pack for $100 and it was all my money. And I spent all my money on some editing software. Oh. And um, I remember I spent eight hours editing one video.
0: Oh, my gosh. $400, yeah. dollars And I was hours? not
1: monetized. I just Dang. wanted to do it. it what? It was
0: 100 No, I thought he said 400. No, 100. But I I spent eight
1: hours editing that, learning it. And I remember just a whole Saturday. I just dedicated the whole Saturday to doing that. And...
0: He was a filmmaker. You were a filmmaker. That's crazy. I just love
1: doing it. So then then I was doing skits. And then uh, when I started the sneakers, um, I guess there was really... There was a bunch of people doing skits, but there wasn't anybody doing fashion. Yeah. And so when I started doing the fashion... I think I took off accidentally because in the thumbnail, which we didn't know anything about thumbnails back then, was a popular Jordan that I had found at the thrift, and it was like YouTube randomly put it as the thumbnail. And I just remember that video, one thousand, two thousand, three thousand. Oh, before that though, before that video blew up, we had one that was like it was how to wear a snapback, and I remember back then there was like comments and then there was video comments. You could reply to somebody with video. What? And so I remember I had gotten a smart strategy in my head, and I was like, if you can reply to somebody with video, then and it pops up at the top of their comments, then I'm going to look up this popular video called How to Wear Snapbacks that's getting like 50,000, 100,000 views, and I'm going to reply with a comment. And I remember this dude, I don't even remember his name, but he approved my video comment, and my video comment was actually my video, the same type of video, How to Wear a Snapback, what? and it was at the top of his video comment feed it's kind of weird i don't think y'all would remember it but
0: no i definitely didn't know that was the video
1: comment would appear at the top and so mine was pinned by him and so every time somebody his video was going viral for snapbacks every time somebody would go to his video they would see mine right under his video so i got thirty thousand views which was was absolutely insane like i remember like back then like my filmer now larry was doing youtube and he was the big shot back then like he, he was, was like big time, yeah. Everybody in high school was so crazy about them. Like they were like the guys that everybody wanted to be, and everybody Yay. talked about because he was doing. But he was only getting like I think he got like two thousand views, a couple thousand views on his videos. Um, and so for me, getting thirty thousand views, oh. that was like that was like somebody you hitting were a viral. Million. You yeah. Were, so you were. I remember the guy that I did the video with didn't even believe me. He was like, "There's no way!" Like he was literally in disbelief. He could not oh believe. Oh my
0: gosh, that was like. That must have been like meeting a celebrity. People are like, dude, he got 30,000 views. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, it was
1: crazy back then. <laughs> and so I just remember back then um, I started getting subscribers. And so I kept doing it, kept doing it, and started the thrifting series. From the thrifting series, uh, I, went, I started doing like finding sneakers at Ross and Marshalls and uh, Nike Outlet. And I would just dedicate my whole day to driving around doing it on a broken down car. Sometimes the car wouldn't start. Sometimes we didn't have money for lunch, but we just pushed through for like a year i want to say
0: who filmed it for you
1: i filmed it all myself on an ipod touch ipod (laughs) i didn't even have an iphone
0: that's insane i couldn't
1: afford an iphone so i filmed it on an ipod
0: but first a few words from our sponsor See and that's why like when people make excuses, it's like today in today's age like there's every single thing that's accessible to everyone So like there's literally no excuse But my next question was did you ever get bullied in high school because we didn't talk about the money though We did talk about the money kind of I just wanted to know like when your first I don't remember
1: when my first paycheck was but I just remember it was sometime in college
0: How much was it for? We're curious. It
1: had to be the hundred dollar threshold
0: Oh, yeah, yeah! I remember that first hundred dollars. It's like oh,
1: and I crazy. gave it all in tithe. I mean yes, an offering sir. to uh, the church.
0: That's awesome. But did you ever get bullied in high school because of your YouTube channel?
1: Oh, um, so this is kind of a, a funny story because I had a really, really best friend growing. Well, one of my best friends growing up and we did YouTube start. We started together. We started doing YouTube together in the fifth grade and he was always bigger than me. And he would always throw that in my face that he was bigger than me. Right. Mm -hmm. But he would do videos and he was getting, he was like crushing it. Like I remember I was getting like okay views, like, you know, and he was doing videos, but he was doing all my like action figures and toys and stuff. And he was getting like 300,000 views back then. Oh, for real? Like 100,000 views back then. What the heck? He would be, I I guarantee you, if he would have stuck with that channel, he would be a millionaire. But, but. People would, people, of course, people would mess with me. They would be putting on my videos on the projector at the end of the school year. They would <laughs> put on YouTube videos. and They'd be like, oh, search up Tim. Da, 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 da. And then they would be like, we're watching you in third period. Da, da, da. I never let it get to me, though. But my friend did let it get to him. And that ultimately is why he quit. He stopped because of that?
0: Are you serious? And he
1: could have been a millionaire to this day.
0: That's insane. Um, Especially pulling those views. Like, yeah. That's yeah. And a so, waste.
1: like, you know how the toys and kids stuff goes. Oh, yeah, for so, sure instant multimillionaire could be driving a lamborghini but that's what happens when you let the bullying get to you
0: that's true my next question though was were there people that bullied you in high school that came back and like were like oh hey tim like oh we're cool gosh. right I like tell you the
1: end of it <laughs> i would if i would if i if you were to tell me in high school make a list of everybody that messed with you every single person on that list has hit me up once or twice or Sage, three times i remember one like, guy hi, i remember one guy hit me up like 10 times on instagram and he would go to like the sneaker events that i would go at and he would try to act like we're cool and he'd be like let's travel together and all this stuff but was threatening me in high school and threatening to get his boys on me and all this stuff and and uh yeah i mean people are it's it's so weird the way that the world works because it's like the people that are nerdy which was me back then and then the people that are cool it's just opposite after high school like the people that are cool typically don't go anywhere in life yeah. Because I feel, I feel it's a mental thing where the people that are cool feel like they're good. They don't really have to work hard. They don't really have yeah. to try. They're true. really cool. And the nerds have to have that extra motivation behind them to become something. So, so if true. you look at any YouTuber, like, I've, uh, like I'm pretty sure 99% of YouTubers were, were like all bullied nerds. in high school. Yeah, yeah they That's were all true. like valedictorians like, and like they were all like <laughs> the nerds. Like I'm serious. Like everybody that I watched was pretty much a nerd in high school. And now they're, like, the coolest, like, rapper and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: That's true. But that's so cool. I mean, obviously, like, it's so weird how they'll switch up. Like, they were just, like, all, like, rude and mean. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, hey, like, we're cool, right? Or whatever. Like, that's that sucks. But do you have any regrets about, like, how you did YouTube or anything like that? I think
1: if I had a regret, it would be doing, I mean, because I know I got big from, like, the sneakers and stuff. And I think that like that's such a big market. But I think if I would have done something like pranks or something when I started, I would oh probably be gosh. at like ten million. Oh yeah,
0: if you started with pranks like when it first came yeah. out, you would definitely be like yeah. huge. Like who's like the biggest prankster? Like
1: the biggest would, prankster right yeah. now is probably like the only ones that are left or like that. Left.
0: What's that guy that got super big doing pranks with his family?
1: Yeah, Roman Atwood. Yeah, and, like, like they were like, prank they were, like the first prank pranksters. Prank, yeah, tube, like but all but then of them again, look at them
0: now. Like, like they're like. They're done. Like, they don't even want to do it anymore. But Yeah,
1: but they're all millionaires now. That's like, they're true. All, they're, they retired. I think it really. was, like,
0: because you picked a niche. Like, back then, you could pick whatever niche you want, and you could get big on it because no one was doing it. Style, yeah. pranks, like, anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, the skits was already, over like, done mm-hmm. by Fred and stuff like that, but you mm-hmm. picked a niche that nobody was doing, and you blew up on that, and that was, yeah. like, you were the biggest one on there. But you're right. Like, if you did do pranks, I feel like that would have gone way differently
1: but now that i'm doing pranks i'm realizing that they're actually like they're not that because now because i started with sneakers and now i'm doing pranks but now i'm realizing that like i feel like the prank thing is coming to the end so i think i might go back to sneakers i haven't like announced this yet but i've been doing pranks and i got a million followers from sneakers and then i got another million from pranks But now the prank stuff is getting really weird because every single prank that I drop, YouTube is demonetizing me for it.
0: Yeah, I remember uh, Beth was telling me something about, like, YouTube's guidelines are changed now. Yeah, like,
1: in the past past month, I've gotten, like, every video either demonetized or removed from my channel. Dang, they just don't want
0: pranks on YouTube. Yeah, they
1: literally don't want pranks. So, I see the sneaker people. Nobody's doing it. And I think I might expand to a different area where we go more into basketball culture, NBA. Yeah. Branching off to like a two K channel, NBA reaction channel because yeah, that's I think huge. You just have
0: to find that hole where there's missing, where there's something missing, and like go there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like and fill that because yeah, like copying somebody else can take you a long way, but filling a hole that's missing on YouTube is way better. Right. But um did you have any other pursuits that you're thinking about other than YouTube? Like
1: yeah, I mean, I think like acting has always been huge for me. So like my original Instagram was Tim the Actor, oh, and yeah. uh, <laughs> I just texted my manager this morning. I was like, hey. You know, because she manages some girl off of Disney Channel. And I texted mm-hmm. her, I said, hey, if anything pops up, like any auditions for Disney or anything like that, I said, keep me in mind for that. Oh, I would love yeah. to do you that. You would definitely
0: be like the the boy in high school that would like, oh, that, like the jock in high school.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you whatever. That. I mean, whatever <laughs> just, they yeah. whatever they want. I think like CW or something like that would be really great for me.
0: I think you'd be a good dumb jock.
1: I just, I feel like I have a lot of like, a lot of like um passion for that still. And then I think like, what I've learned from YouTube is, like, I made, I made a lot of money back in the day. And I never invested it into anything. And so, well, I have a house. I have, a, yeah. like, a Tesla, which is great. Like, I could be set in that house for the rest of my life. But I think if I were to buy, like, instead of buying, like, a $300,000 house, if I would have bought three Airbnbs for $100,000, they would all be worth 200000 now. And people would be paying my mortgage so, I want to do more stuff like that mm-hmm. right now. We're living with you guys. um, and the reason for that was to make content full time, <laughs> but I think more so, I needed a change in
0: my direction
1: in yeah. life. I think
0: I never I never really thought about like how you literally bought a house. like if I bought a house, me and Sim are, like so different. like if I had a house, I'd be like set like well, if that's I the had thing fully paid but that's it, the thing it'd be done like no, I'd but that's the set. thing.
1: that's the thing like. I'm not making as much as I was on YouTube before, like before I was making ridiculous amount, but I'm still making an insane amount and I could live comfortably for the rest of my life if I wanted to. But and I felt like I was getting like that, though.
0: You're not satisfied with like just anything. Like right. You, you always no, hear and, and for more.
1: so here's the thing is that I was I would be in my house. Joelle was living there upstairs editing. Beth was there. we were making enough money to get through the rest of our lives. If we wanted to not leave the house, we could make videos there. And I had a projector upstairs, had a theater room, had a basketball court outside, had a you know sofa outside, had the dogs. But
0: you got comfortable.
1: And I looked outside and I, I, I thought to myself last year, I said, this is what, because I was in a normal neighborhood. Said, so this is what it would be like if I was a normal person. And I said, thank you, Lord, for giving me this house during quarantine and allowing me to see what my life would be like if I was going down a normal path. I could stay here, have kids, put them in school in the area. But I got comfortable and I know that I'm capable of more. I know that God has so much more for me. I want that mansion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to just settle, which I had a pretty big house like mom and dad worked their whole life for something like that which i am more than blessed but i just feel like i don't want to be in my comfort zone so i sacrificed that house we're gonna rent it out now and i'm living in y'all's garage which i (laughs) trashed which i uh he's like
0: i didn't want the house anymore i wanted to live in a garage i do (laughs) because
1: what's gonna happen is if you have two fighters if you have a boxer that's you know sleeping in the nicest bed silk sheets super comfortable and then you have a boxer that's sleeping on concrete which one's gonna fight harder when they get in the ring
0: by legit Tim. Write that down, guys. So
1: it's like if I want to be back on top, I need to knock myself down. All ego, all pride needs to be killed. And I need to start from square one.
0: No, for sure. For sure. I feel like getting comfortable is like one of people's biggest like like knockbacks, honestly. Like everyone can get comfortable making money like in a normal job or whatever. But you have to remember that you're still striving for more. Like that's not it. Like once you get content and you're like fine, well, you're going to stay there. And I know that for me and you like that's not an option. Like,
1: you know what I mean? I just, like, now I'm waking up at 7 a.m. every morning, doing five-mile runs. Yeah. Um, You know, just, it's grind season more than anything. It's grind season. And I don't think I'm going to live with y'all forever. But I just feel like I needed this to change my perspective on life, to change my perspective on things. Because, like, now I just find myself just obsessed with YouTube again. And I think before it was, like... If you know, just wake up and watch TV shows on the projector upstairs and just chill for the day. Mm-hmm. Go to the gym once. And See, this
0: house is the grind house, Tim. Like, you were just too comfortable here. We grind, Tim. Welcome to the house. I don't to believe that. I don't <laughs> believe that. What's dad doing
1: right now? That's on his Xbox.
0: The kids are grinding. Everybody here gets up and gets their stuff done. And then, you know, that's just how it is. But yeah, so I
1: just, I feel like I needed to change a pace because the way that my life worked was like, it was all on an upscale, all on an upscale where I, at 18, I moved out to my own bachelor pad, got my own apartment. I would do that. I had a brand deal that was paying for the rent so i didn't even touch my youtube money but i had a brand that was paying for the rent i remember when i wanted to move out i was 18 and at the bible study i had said you know lord I, they were doing prayer requests and i said lord i want to be self-sufficient
0: oh, i remember that and everybody
1: in the whole church laughed at me i everybody. remember that there was, I remember everybody that. thought i was stupid they were like why are you asking for that like you're 18 years old mm-hmm. like i specifically remember everybody's faces and then the next month i got that brand deal and I moved out. And that's what, how God works. I wanted
0: to ask you, what was it like? Like, were you scared moving out on your own? Like, what, what was that even like?
1: I honestly liked it because I remember y'all were really young at the time. <laughs> and so I would wake up to, like, pots and pans being clanked together <laughs> you and still screaming. Will and so when I moved out, it was so quiet. And that was kind of, like, the first taste of getting comfortable. Because I remember I could eat whatever I wanted. I didn't have mom to cook for me, so I was either eating out or I was eating frozen food, which are the two worst things you can eat. And I didn't go to the gym. I had a girlfriend, Bethany, at the time. Then we moved in together after the six months that I was in my own place. And we both got huge, and we were so comfortable. (laughs) I remember at that second house, I could have settled there too. I could could still be there right now. I could still be happy. I had a second apartment with Beth. My first apartment was oh, just me. Oh, the Alteza? No. Oh, wait. My first apartment was a one-bedroom apartment in y'all's old neighborhood. The second apartment was a two-bedroom apartment in the same neighborhood. And I moved in with Beth. I just moved apartments. Oh, I remember that. But it was two that was bedrooms. That time ago. My gosh. And so the first bedroom was our bedroom. The second bedroom was supposed to be my office. And I put a recliner in. I put a love seat in there a tv in there and that was my first taste of being comfortable Dang. um beth was just cooking bad whatever she wanted she but like, we yeah, were yeah
0: you got the girl got the
1: house we just got married and we would get pizza hut she would make cookies like Sheesh. i remember at that house my schedule was wake up at noon play video games on my xbox in my other room eat bad and then if i have time shoot a video for like 10 minutes in the house or you know whatever (laughs) and then just you know play games for the rest of the day and watch movies with beth and it was so comfortable i think like having your own business is hard because you have to be on top of yourself yeah
0: there's nobody that's going to keep you accountable except yourself
1: i think when i was in the first apartment with beth the second well my second apartment the our first apartment together that was probably the lowest point in my health I was super big. That was the biggest i ever gotten.
0: You fell in love, man. That was the
1: laziest I ever got. But then the next lesson comes in because I was around people that had that comfortable mentality. Eat tacos mentality. Don't work out mentality. Drink beer by the pool mentality. Smoke mentality. Uh, And then I moved to... Then we had uh, started doing really well on our videos. And I moved to the nicest condos in San Antonio. Dude, you've lived to a lot of
0: places.
1: And that, I don't even know why, what I was doing there because <laughs> we were, I was 20 years old and they were looking at me. The realtors were looking at me like I was stupid, like I was wasting their time. And honestly, I don't know how I did it because I was, okay, so to be, to be truthful here, the the rent was like 2500 a month. And I think back then I was probably making like 5000 a month
0: so <laughs> it was taking <laughs> up like taking a lot, uh, lot yeah. of your it was risk. a lot of
1: risk because imagine the videos would have started doing bad
0: and you're screwed oh exactly my you're crazy. so i don't know
1: what we were doing there but that completely changed the game for me that place is where i hit a million subscribers oh, that yeah. place is where i started getting my fitness on that place is where i became a winner
0: because you surrounded yourself with <laughs> yes. the right people yes
1: so when i would go to the hot tub there i was talking to millionaires i was talking to people that were like i just did sp- today i invested 50k into bitcoin I was talking to people that were fit. I was talking to people that were waking up early. I was around like the most successful people in San Antonio and I wanted to become that. And so, but, uh, I think like where one thing got better, another thing slacked. So where my success was increasing, my spiritual life was going down.
0: Mm. So
1: I was real involved in the church when I was in the apartments, And when I moved to the condos, we stopped going to church. I started drinking. I was 21 And I was just a party animal. I was literally a party animal every weekend, every single weekend. We would take trips every month and party. And uh, it was just, it was, uh, it was bad. It was really bad. Because
0: like, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I see you in that period of your life and I'm like, man, I really want that. And I can do that. I can move to Alta if I want. I can go and start traveling and stuff. But like, I know that it's fun and all, but like. I know that you have different uh, thoughts about it now thinking like maybe I could have been doing this. I don't know. I mean we
1: would like we would like go on cruises every month or Vegas or and back then it was like let's go to Vegas and uh, I want that Gucci hoodie. I want that MCM backpack. I want that Louis Vuitton belt and we were just going nuts like we were just going crazy. That was my (laughs) first taste of like being an actual YouTuber like making actually like. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. I like think a month. that's
0: where it gets dangerous, though, because you went from being like an average person to all of a sudden being super successful and having all this money, and yeah. you don't know how to handle it, so you just go crazy. Like that's what yeah, anyone. I went reacts. crazy,
1: and then from there we moved to tried moving to L.A., and the first time I moved to the straight heart of Hollywood, the homeless and craziness, and I was there for three weeks, and I was like, I hate it here. I didn't do L.A. right. Um, so I moved back. I still had the condo. I didn't. I didn't move my stuff out yet. So I kept living in the condo for about another year. And then I was like, you know what? Let me try LA again. And <laughs> I so
0: too- I forgot he moved to LA twice. We went twice to so we why?
1: Because I knew that I that people were becoming successful, more successful there. And so I was still chasing that dream. And so I moved to a way nicer neighborhood. Went to the nicest gym. Went to the nicest restaurants. Yeah, I was like living in a movie. Um, I
0: remember. I remember.
1: We would go to the gym and there would be Disney Channel stars. There would be, you know, um, Terry Crews working out there. Uh, I'd be going to the biggest rapper's studios. I went to the Logan Paul fight and then we went to the club after. Chris Brown was there. Tyga pulled up in a Lamborghini. All the biggest YouTubers you could think of. I was surrounded by Faze, Logan Paul, uh, Tube, Everybody that was, everybody was there. And uh, I
0: think that's when you realize too that like, they're not going to help you out like you thought they were like you thought that if you like made those connections, like it would. Yeah, nobody cares about you. you. But back then, like I mean, when you're the biggest, like no one cares. Like,
1: yeah, nobody cares about you. And uh, I think that I think I went to L.A. a little bit too late just because if I would have gone to L.A. around the time that me and Beth got the first apartment, that was when all the YouTubers were living in 1600 Vine. And
0: everybody lived in the same building.
1: Every YouTuber, every single YouTuber lived in the same building.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that.
1: And by the time I moved to L.A., everybody started getting houses in their own place, Calabasas and all that. And that was when I moved to L.A., it was right between the time of the Viners and the TikTokers. I had moved to L.A. before the TikTokers. Oh, yeah. And uh, so then, you know, COVID came. I moved home. I got my own house, which is the one that I just moved out of. And so now, you know, we moved to our house and it was kind of like, you know, like what's next? Cause I, I kind of feel like I kept, I kept like getting better and better every single year. Like it was like first apartment by myself, second apartment with got married with Beth, third best condo in San Antonio, fourth uh, best condo in LA. We had a nice, big balcony view of them. Oh,
0: I remember that. That was that was amazing. View
1: of the mountains, $5,000 rent a month.
0: $5,000 rent a month? Oh, my goodness. You're crazy. And we were paying
1: $1,000 a month at the gym. <laughs> because not only were we paying for the membership, you but we had know, personal trainers. We need,
0: what's that guy, Grant Steffen? We need him to come and listen to your podcast and tell you all the stuff that you spend money on. I mean, I could on. afford it though. I was making, <laughs> Dude, I was you were making, you burning your money down a hole, man.
1: <laughs> I was making crazy <laughs> money back then. I was oh, making crazy so money, um, but the the thing the thing about because this is like, would you say this is like a finance podcast or what would you say? This
0: is like trying to encourage like all the people that are trying to do YouTube and stuff and be their own yeah, entrepreneurs. So the
1: thing the thing that I didn't realize back then is like all my eggs were in one basket, and so I think the thing that I learned the most during COVID because that's when, when COVID started is when I started doing pranks and then COVID happened and I couldn't do any pranks. So that's kind of like where I started to struggle. And right now we're getting out of the struggle and everything's getting better. Glory to God. Amen. But during COVID I had to figure stuff out and I think I started putting my eggs in every basket and now I'm getting money from all kinds of things. Back then it was only YouTube. So now it's like main channel. All my sources of income are main channel. Family channel, TikTok, Instagram. Facebook. Facebook. um, Brand deals, merch.
0: Well, technically, they are all in one basket. Not really. Social media. No, that's not a basket. (laughs) Stocks. No, that's not a basket.
1: (laughs) um, Trying to think what else. I started like an eBay business, if that that has to count. Yeah, no
0: reselling your stuff and everything, yeah.
1: I'm trying to think. Um... I mean, there's different brand deals for every social media, but right now that's nine. I want to say, well, Beth actually just pulled out money too from her channel. So that's 10. Mm-hmm. And then I had a gaming channel, which I was streaming on, which I'm going to bring back. You yeah. can count that as 11. Just all kinds of, literally all kinds of things now. Money is just coming in left and right. And I feel way more secure now because, you know, if YouTube isn't doing good that month or something's not doing good, something else picks it up.
0: Yeah, no, that's for sure. One hundred percent, how it's supposed to work, and it's good that you learned that lesson through COVID. I think I'm like the exact same way. Yeah, I'd never want to put one like all my eggs <laughs> in one basket. Yeah. But so I'm, I think
1: like before COVID, I was like a little boy, blowing money, burning money, living it up, and I feel like now I became like a man. Like i have now I'm thinking yeah. about like actually settling down here, getting getting an office, multiple streams of revenue. And I just became an adult. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it truly comes down to.
0: That's really good. That's awesome. You're finally out of your partying stage and stuff like that. I have yet not to enter that stage you yet. Will but never <laughs> that stage yet. what are you talking about, Joe? I'm just playing. Okay, what was the biggest opportunity that you got from YouTube? Like, because of YouTube? Like, what would you say was like? I've obviously you've had a lot of big opp- opportunities, but what do you think was like the biggest thing? Like-
1: opportunities that I got, or opportunities that were presented that I didn't get.
0: No, well, either or, like, well, things that you actually did get. So I think I can
1: say this now, but we we were about to have our own TV show.
0: Well, yeah, (laughs) that's... Our own reality show. Obviously, one of the biggest opportunities, but...
1: We had a television network that was going to make our own show, but we didn't fit the criteria. It wasn't anything that we did, but it was more of, like, they were looking for, like, more of, like... I don't know how much I can say, but they were looking for something... That we were not, obviously. Something bad that I'm glad we're not.
0: Yeah, it's a good thing. But obviously, there's been so many opportunities for you. But what was probably, like, the biggest one where you're, like, "Dang, like, YouTube really provided me with this? Like.
1: Um, I think, like, I guess the house, the car. Like, I think, like, a lot of people, when they, like, come into my house, they don't think it's real because they don't see the money on YouTube. And they're, like, Mm -hmm. whoa, like, this is real. But I think, like, doing that and I think, like, going being invited to those part like parties in la like with rappers with like
0: i went to one single party and i was starstruck like since that one it's crazy
1: yeah i think like the first probably the biggest moment for me was when i went to that same party that you're talking about yeah but the first year at vidcon it was a hundred times better i don't know if it's because i watched everybody back then but the first time i went to vidcon I was I had connections, and so I was invited to a party that they threw during VidCon. And everybody that I watched growing up, tube, Prank versus Prank, um, Logan, that's where I first met Logan Paul when he was actually starting the vlogs. He was Team like 10 relevant. was there. I talked to Team 10 when they were like popping off the, for the first time. The mm-hmm. FaZe Clan, oh, I, I shook remember hands with those that. guys. And I was in the VIP section. So when me and Beth went upstairs, um, I was sitting next to Logan Paul and we were looking over the entire club and he was literally sitting next to me. Like I could have had a conversation with him. I was going to go up to him and ask him for advice. And I never did. And I, I really regret that because that was when he was like
0: super, super popular.
1: He, he he was, I think, he I think he was still coming up. I don't even think he was that big yet. Um, and then Wolfie and all those guys
0: that's crazy with all of this going on with all your youtube stuff how do you personally stay motivated and how can the viewers like stay motivated i don't
1: know i just (laughs) to me i just wake up in the morning and i'm like i gotta i gotta get this done i gotta do
0: this (laughs) that's
1: i think now it's more of like i think one of my biggest motivations now is like getting to the point in life that i want to be for my kids my family my future family like i want to have that house when they're born i want them to like not worry about anything not go through the struggles that we went through not need anything like and i know god will provide that and i just you know i just think that there's still so much work to be done there really is i think that it honestly though i was working so hard for years to get a million subscribers like that was like my life goal and when i hit that i felt like my life was over like i felt like i didn't have anything left to chase so after that i think i did get very very, very demotivated.
0: What? Like I think that's
1: a struggle I had when I moved back to San Antonio when I had my own house. Like I was just so lazy because I was like, I don't know what's next. Like I got a million subscribers, Dang. I'm done. Like since I was 11 years old,
0: that's all you. That's wanted. like saying that's
1: like you know saying somebody wants their doctorate degree or somebody wants to win the NFL Cha- Super yeah. Bowl, and then it's like you do it, and, and it's then like what? okay, I I can only really get one of these plaques, so it's not like you know. I mean, Mm -hmm. I could get the 10 mil, which, you know, God willing, that's coming. But it was really about the one mil. Mm -hmm. For years and years, I would go to the gym and just be in the sauna and think, I want a million, I want a million, I want a million. Looking up YouTubers, (laughs) hitting a million subscriber reactions and watching those every single day and, like... That consumed my life 100%. Like, when I was living in the condos, was just hitting a million subscribers every day. It was just one mil, one mil. I had the subscriber counter thing. I
0: remember that. Dang. On my
1: TV. And I was like, a million, a million, a million, a million. And I would just see the number go up and up and up and up and up. And then, you know, I hit it. And I didn't know what was next. (laughs) So. Because
0: you look forward to something your whole life. And it's like, okay, what's the next step? I think it's just about, like, growing your platform more and just, like, keep filming content. It's not like... It's like a job like well, I feel like, you know,
1: I got a million subscribers now, but now I want to see a million in my bank account <laughs> So I want to see <laughs> like I want to have houses and stuff that I'm like Airbnb being out
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay. So what other content would you like to make? I think you talked a little bit on it like the sneaker stuff that you want to get into Yeah, again. so like
1: I said when I wanted to transition out of sneakers, I transitioned into pranks which I still have my sneaker audience, but I did a lot of pranks But I just feel like YouTube isn't really pushing that they're not promoting it as much anymore so I think it's time to like step back, reevaluate the channel, go back to sneakers, and then from sneakers start taking bridges and making bridges towards basketball and NBA because the NBA and basketball is only getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's not going anywhere for years. And another thing about that is like with pranks, I don't want to be doing that when I'm 30, 40 years old, but yeah. I could be doing basketball when I'm that old. True. I could be doing NBA videos when I'm that old. So going into sneakers, the NBA is doing a lot with influencers now and- I'm thinking what I'm thinking is go back into sneakers, make sneakers the main thing, do a do a gaming channel, make it all about 2K, do a reaction channel, make it all about reacting to NBA clips. Yeah. And signing with NBA companies, the biggest thing in San Antonio is the Spurs. If I can connect yeah. with the Spurs organization, then that'll probably be the biggest thing for me, which I'm kind of halfway there. I got away from it with sne- with pranks, but I think if I was still dominating the sneaker game, I would be able to connect with the NBA 100%. So I think yeah. going back and changing directions, and sometimes in life you're going to realize like I've worked. You know, some people go to college and they get their a degree in something and they decide this is not what I really want to do. This is not going to work out. So they go back to college and get their degree, and I just feel like I'm taking a step back. And instead of going into pranks, I'm going to be changing it and going into more basketball content.
0: Yeah. Well, that's super cool. We look forward to seeing that. It was lovely having you on the podcast. I think hopefully the viewers got a lot of – I personally enjoy this podcast like I never knew a lot of this stuff about you It's very motivating to see somebody so passionate and on fire and just grinding honestly So the last question i'm gonna ask you today is just like what advice do you have to the younger viewers that want to be youtubers That want to be streamers that want to be You know start their own business in some way or form
1: Yeah, I mean I guess the first thing is like glory to god first of all, like I wouldn't be here without god Um, so I think you know, there's a verse that says put seek first the kingdom of heaven and then all things, you know Mm-hmm. Um, he'll give you the desires of your heart so I think that that's the first thing I think like if you really really want something you c- you can't have pride like you yeah. gotta that's the first thing that you have to get rid of because that's the first thing that stops people True. all the people in high school did not want to do YouTube because of their pride mm-hmm. and I put my pride aside and I that's did it true. all the people in church would have got they all got part time jobs and they're still at those part time jobs but I let my pride leave me And I got the lowest paycheck out of all of them. Like, I was embarrassed to go to thrift stores, but I put my pride aside. So I think the first thing is putting your pride aside. Second thing is, like, there's no point in giving a burst of energy and then giving up a week later.
0: True. It's
1: better to, like, push out one video a week and do that for three years than to push out 52 videos in one week and then give up. Yeah. Like, consistency is literally, first, God's the key to everything. But consistency is the key that will get you places. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's working out. I don't care if it's videos. I don't care if it's relationships. Consistency is key and doing the same thing over and over again. The definition of grind is to do a task over and over again to attain a goal. And a lot Dang. of people say they're grinding, but it's not really grinding because they don't do it over and over.
0: Dang. <laughs> so
1: you got to push through through the good and the bad. The good days mean nothing if you don't push through the bad days.
0: Wow shopping straight fire thank you so much for joining us on the podcast hopefully the viewers liked it remember do not forget to leave us a five-star review so that way the podcast will get um more popular and we guys thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast tim's playing with the buttons again it was thank you so much for joining us tim and we'll talk to you guys next time on stay with us tim cherry lip Lip Gloss. gloss